Please turn to Psalm 29. Psalm 29. I will read this psalm to you and then we'll see what we can draw from it. Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He also maketh He maketh them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve and discovereth the forests, and in his temple doth every one speak of his glory. The Lord sitteth upon the flood, yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. This psalm shows us the glory of God in a thunderstorm and provides God's people with both instruction and comfort. This psalm is part of the inspired Word of God and teaches us some foundational truths of the Christian religion. Let us see what we can learn. This psalm might be divided into three parts. Verses 1 and 2 introduce the psalm and its purpose and theme. Verses 3 through 10 describe the glory and strength of the Lord as displayed in a loud thunderstorm. Verse 11 applies the psalm to the Lord's people. Verses 1 and 2. Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. David here addresses leaders of Israel. He calls them mighty and instructs them to give to the Lord the glory and strength glory and strength, and to worship him in the beauty of holiness. The first two verses of this psalm are very similar to David's dedicatory psalm given to Asaph when the Ark of the Covenant was brought to the new tabernacle in Jerusalem in 1 Chronicles 16 and in Psalm 96. Twice we're told to give. We should be very willing to give this verbal sacrifice unto the Lord. Gentiles, us, are specifically told to give glory to the Lord. In prophecy, in Isaiah 42:12, let them give glory unto the Lord and declare his praise in the islands. The four beasts around the throne in Revelation 4 give glory to God. The ungodly are told to give God glory at least three times in the Bible. Achan in his confession of wrongdoing, priests of Dagon in making golden hemorrhoids and mice to send back with the Ark of the Covenant, and the ungodly in Revelation 16, who received plagues but did not repent and give God the glory. The Lord considers holiness to be beautiful. 
According to Exodus 28.2, one purpose of Aaron's holy garments was to be beautiful. Jehoshaphat sent singers to praise the beauty of holiness into a battle against people who were not holy. The Ammonites, Moabites, and Edomites, and the Lord gave him a great victory. In verses 3 through 10, we see the power, strength, and glory of God displayed in a loud, windy, tempestuous thunderstorm. It might even include a tornado. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord in this psalm is thunder. There are more cross-references for this fact than I previously realized existed, and we're going to look at a couple in a moment. Comparison with another storm in Psalm 18 shows the many waters mentioned here are the clouds. The sound of thunder can originate in the clouds from cloud-to-cloud lightning. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. We all know thunder can be loud. At close range, it can be 120 decibels. Any sound greater than 85 decibels is sufficient to cause permanent damage depending on duration of exposure. The average lightning bolt is one to two inches in diameter and heats the immediate area to an average of 36,000 degrees Fahrenheit. This superheated channel expands away from the lightning against the surrounding cooling air, cooler air, initially at supersonic speed, creating a shock wave similar to that created by an explosion or sonic boom. The shock wave from thunder is capable of producing internal contusions in people or livestock nearby. There is at least one documented case of a thunder shock causing nailed drywall to separate from wooden studs in a house. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. Cedars of Lebanon are mentioned multiple times in the Bible as being tall, strong, beautiful trees. Cedars of Lebanon were used in the construction of Solomon's temple. The prophet Ezekiel says these cedars were used by men of Tyre to make ship masts. The voice of the Lord breaks these mighty trees. He maketh them also to skip Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. Them is referring back to the cedars. The most obscure word in the psalm might be Syrian. According to Deuteronomy 3, 8 and 9, Syrian is just another name for Mount Hermon. The wind in the storm causes these large trees to bend and sway so that a mountain covered with them might appear to bounce or skip. Yes. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. Thunder comes between lightning strikes. This simply means they appear to alternate. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. Shaketh. These are vibrations. Have you ever heard windows rattle from thunder? Amen. Or walls? or the bones in your chest. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve, and discovereth the forests, and in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. Every other use of the voice of the Lord in this psalm refers to thunder, and I see no reason to make it any different here. Discovereth the forest means to uncover, display, or expose them to view. The Lord sitteth upon the flood, Yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord manages and directs all storms for his own purposes. The Lord loves thunder. 
Elihu spent five verses on thunderstorms for a good purpose. It was part of his effort to teach Job that God is greater than man. These five verses from Job 37. At this also my heart trembleth and is moved out of his place. Hear attentively the noise of his voice and the sound that goeth out of his mouth. He directeth it under the whole heaven and his lightning unto the ends of the earth. After it a voice roareth, he thundereth with the voice of his excellency, and he will not stay them when his voice is heard. God thundereth marvelously with his voice. Great things doeth he which we cannot comprehend. The Lord then addressed Job from a tornado. It's called a whirlwind in Job 38. And God said to Job in Job 40 verse 9, Hast thou an arm like God, or canst thou thunder with a voice like him? Thunder and voices like thunder are mentioned more times in Revelation than in any other book and are associated with things happening in the presence of God. The plague of hell sent on Egypt in Exodus 9 was accompanied by thunder. Thunder and lightning were seen and heard on Mount Sinai at the giving of the Ten Commandments. The sight caused Israel to get further away from the mountain than they already were. I want to emphasize a phrase from verse 9. And in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. David uses this phrase to describe what kind of speech takes place in God's house. If someone were brought here blindfolded and simply overheard our conversations, would they recognize they were in God's house? Do your conversations here, do my conversations here, contribute to this positive description? David said, in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. Last verse of the psalm. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. The storm seems loud, chaotic, powerful, random, scary. But knowing that thunder is the Lord's voice and that he manages every aspect of nature and storms should give us a strong sense of comfort and peace. Let us think on and speak of his glory in his house today. Amen.